0: Welcome to the City of Plantation's podcast. I am Carrie Blanchard, Battalion Chief of Public Affairs for the Plantation Fire Department. Thank you for tuning in. Our podcast is designed to keep you up to date on all the latest happenings and activities in, about, and around the City of Plantation. On our episodes, we talk directly with the leaders, decision makers, and the movers and shakers who make Plantation the great city that it is.
1: Welcome back to another episode of the City of Plantation podcast. Today... Carrie and I would like to discuss the vaccination efforts that are occurring throughout the state of Florida, but more specifically what's going on in Broward County. We'd like, you, we'd like to provide you with some resources and some information that may be helpful to you in your decision to A, get vaccinated, and then B, uh, how to accomplish getting vaccinated. So, Carrie?
0: Okay. I figured we'd start with the the sites that are available, uh, the Broward County has designated five different sites for vaccinations, and this is for seniors age 65 and over. Um, They're open at the county parks, and these include Tradewinds Park in Coconut Creek, Vista View Park in Davie, Markham Park and Target Range in Sunrise, Central Broward Park and Broward County Stadium in Lauderhill, and the last one is the Holiday Park War Memorial, what used to be a test test site. Um, Those are the Sites that are open right now for testing. Um, just For vaccinating, right? For, I mean, I apologize. These are the sites that are open now for vaccinations. Um, an appointment is required for all vac- vaccination sites. They're really stressing to not show up there without an appointment. Thus far, the Department of Health has provided 26,465 vaccination appointments to individuals age 65 or over. The problem is, obviously, the resources are limited, as right. we know, Uh You see it on the news and everything. The resources are limited. So appointments have to be made online. And at this point, you kind of have to wait until they're available again. We have to stress that once you receive your first dose of the vaccine, you have to be able to get the second one. They will usually schedule you right there for the second dose. It's important to return for that as you're instructed to do so. Right. Um, The initial availability of the vaccine does not re- reduce the need for ongoing testing. If you feel that you need to get tested, if you feel that you have symptoms or anything, you should definitely go and get tested. And those are still available on the, you know, the 12 sites that are available in Barrow County and you can find those on our website.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um I also know that there's a couple of vaccines that are available. There's two right now that are, were approved. Can you get into that, Ezra?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, and one more thing just to circle back, I guess, just to reiterate what Carrie had said is, if you show up at one of these testing sites without an appointment, the chances are you're not going to get vaccinated, but you may not find that out right away. So, you may be there for an hour or two, which is extremely inconvenient, and not get vaccinated at all. So, it's a waste of time, and it increases the crowds and the chaos and the confusion. So. We can't emphasize enough the importance of ensuring that you register and have an appointment set and so on and so forth, right? Right. So two different types of vaccinations have received emergency use authorization from the FDA, and we'll talk a little bit about what that means. So the typical approval process through the FDA can take up to 15 years, depending on what is being asked to be approved by the FDA. Emergency use authorization in the case of vaccines are vaccines that have gone through a clinical trial period, although not as long and arduous as a full FDA approval and have shown very good outcomes based on their use. So the FDA says this is a state of emergency. It's extremely important to vaccinate our people uh, for a host of different reasons. And so we're going to authorize use of this because the benefits outweigh any negatives that we've been able to see. So they get the EUA. But ultimately, these are not FDA approved by definition. Right. But so the two of them, the first one I'm going to talk about is Pfizer-BioNTech. Uh, and this vaccine is given in two doses, 21 days apart, typically. Like we said, it's EUA authorized through the FDA. And it is... For individuals who are 16 years or older. So, unfortunately, the vaccine won't be given to anybody under that age. Um, the vaccine has been shown to prevent COVID 19 when given as directed. Uh, the duration of protection is currently unknown. However, the clinical trials included about 20,000 people and the results were very, very well, very, very good in the high 90s. After a second dose for protecting you from manifesting the COVID disease after exposure to the SARS CoV 2 virus. So that's a good thing. Um, some of the risks might include injection at the or injection site pain, tiredness, headaches, muscle pain, chills, joint pain, fever, injection site swelling, uh, redness, nausea, feeling unwell, or swollen lymph nodes. Those are all normal responses to this vaccine so nobody should panic if they experience one or two or three of these uh however you should monitor to make sure that if the condition gets worse or progresses uh you should seek out medical attention
0: and and these are mostly short-term correct
1: short-term short-lived usually the injection site pain that for most of us uh, (laughs) that that happens right away typically But um, yeah, short-lived, within 24 hours, most all of these should disappear and and shouldn't be an issue. The Moderna is two doses. The only difference between uh, the Moderna and the Pfizer is the Moderna is a month or 28 days in between doses, but definitely have to have the two-dose regimen. It is also not FDA-approved, but it does have the EUA. Uh, The EUA covers individuals 18 years and older. So a little bit of difference between the Pfizer. So if you have a 16 or 17 year old who wants to get vaccinated, they're only going to be able to do that with the Pfizer vaccine and not with the Moderna vaccine. The risks are literally the same for the Moderna vaccine, as far as the pain, tenderness, swelling, things of that nature. Those are all natural responses to this vaccination. Now with both of these vaccines, there has been a very, very, very remote chance of individuals having a severe allergic reaction. But we want to make our listeners aware of what that would entail. So any type of reaction that causes difficulty breathing, uh, swelling of your face or your throat, a rapid heartbeat, uh, a bad rash that covers a large part of your body, dizziness, weakness, anything that occurs, please call 911, initiate the emergency medical system, and get into the nearest hospital to make sure that uh, this is not a significant event for you and it can be managed and treated properly. Um, The CDC and the FDA also want to know if you have significant side effects that don't go away or if you happen to have severe allergic reactions. You can report that to the FDA and the CDC so that they can keep track of these occurrences and see what's going on, and Mm -hmm. we'll include these links all in, in the documents that we put forward. And then the other option, which is a fairly new program, is called V-Safe. Uh, this is a voluntary smartphone-based tool that uses text messaging and some web surveying to check in with people who have been vaccinated to see if they're having any side effects or anything like that. So it's sort of an interactive thing. You can register to do that. We'll include links for that and how that works. And uh, that's about it.
0: I'm assuming that you should probably know which of the vaccines you took. Like if you have an allergic reaction or anything, you want to keep track of the fact that you took the Pfizer BioNTech versus the Moderna.
1: Absolutely. And as a matter of fact, all of the vaccination sites where you may go, they're going to give you a COVID vaccine card, if you will, and they will put the vaccination, the date, the date you should come back for your second dose, Um, And all that relevant information on you. So definitely hold on to that card. You know, in the future, that card might be required for certain things. So uh, it's good to keep it as proof of vaccination if you have it. But uh, yeah, definitely. You cannot mix the vaccines. So if you start with a Pfizer, you have to end with a Pfizer. If you start with a Moderna, you have to end with a Moderna. And then the one last note that I would say is that um, the second dose is imperative. Both of these vaccines on a first dose only provide you 50% or less protection against manifesting the virus uh, or the disease, I should say. So going and just getting one dose and being okay with that, you're not going to be fully protected. You might have a false sense of security, but you will still be at risk. The second dose is put you uh, either close to the 90% mark or over it. Uh, which is very good for, for a vaccine. So
0: Right, and you want to keep that in mind when you're getting the first dose to make sure you're available for the second dose. Correct. You know, yeah. sometimes, oh, I'm on vacation, I can't go, I'll go three days later. It has to be specific.
1: Right, absolutely, yep.
0: All right, well, in addition to the Department of Health initiatives, there are 173 hospitals in Florida that are currently administering vaccines to healthcare workers with direct patient contact. Um, This includes the healthcare workers in their communities, as well as persons age 65 that are determined by the hospitals to be extremely vulnerable. In Broward County, there are 14 hospitals. We're going to make that list available on the website, on the podcast and on the YouTube channel so that you can check up on what hospitals are participating in this.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And the links that we put will actually be the links to the registration sites and or the screening sites, because... I believe, and we don't know exactly yet, but I believe that the application will be also a screening. So if you're not qualified for the vaccination through the hospitals, they'll let you know at that point through the automated system. So um, we'll link everything up. So a couple last important reminders while you're waiting to get vaccinated, you, you still have to take all the precautions that we've been talking about for the last 11 months or so. Washing your hands thoroughly and frequently wearing a mask. Uh, social distancing, you know, just take care in your everyday life and, and stay aware. I know we're all a little COVID exhausted at this point, a lot, (laughs) but um, we're kind of rounding the bend right Mm -hmm. now and there's light at the end of the tunnel. So we don't want to drop our guard. Now, the hospital community also wants to remind you, and if you listen to our show frequently, you know that we have hospital staff on our show. Uh, Carrie and I, we, we like to interact with our local hospitals as well as some other hospitals outside of the city. They want everyone to know the hospitals are open, they're safe. right? And in a lot of cases, that is the appropriate place to be. Correct. You can't be afraid to go to the hospital, especially if you're having uh, crushing chest pain or you know signs and symptoms of a stroke. And, and going back to you, time is essential mm-hmm. with those medical emergencies. So hospitals are open, they're clean, they're waiting for you and if you need to be there um make sure you get there
0: and also 911 call 911 have them absolutely the rescue pick you up you know that's yep immediate care yep
1: definitely we're going to post some other resources links uh one of them is going to be the daily covid-19 updates uh this is a dashboard style website that you can go to you can see the number of cases positivity rates hospitalizations deaths things of that nature uh the state of florida's covid-19 vaccination plan We'll uh, we'll post the link for that. Uh, Governor DeSantis's executive order. We'll put that up there as far as it relates to vaccinations, and then also links directly to the two types of vaccinations that we discussed. Because there's a lot more information we didn't want to uh, fill the airwaves with it, but there's composition and ingredients and things of that nature. And I I'm glad we brought that up now because one of the things to uh, be aware of is before you receive the vaccination, go through the list of ingredients and contents of the vaccination, because there may be items in there that you have no allergies to, in which case it would not be a good idea to receive this particular or that particular vaccine. So keep an eye out on that. We're also gonna link up DOH Broward. They have a hotline, phone, email, website, and Broward County as well. So that should provide everyone with a lot of information. But uh, if your answers, if you don't get your answers there, Carrie, where can they go?
0: Ask City Hall at plantation.org. All those questions are answered. Very good. All right. So we just want to thank everyone for joining us on this episode. We know there's a lot of frustration attached to this with the vaccines and people trying to get appointments. So we're really trying to get the information out to help people. Hopefully, soon enough, this will, it will be alleviated. Vaccines will be available for everybody. And like you said... The light at the end of the tunnel, I think we're there. So again, I just want to wish, first of all, everyone a Happy New Year. And please stay safe, everyone.
1: Awesome. Take care, everyone.
0: You've been listening to the City of Plantation podcast. We strive to bring you accurate and timely information. Please continue to tune in to our podcast episodes and also catch up with us on social media, including Twitter, Facebook, and Nextdoor. If you have questions, send them to askcityhall@plantation.org, at and we will answer your questions directly. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast and stay safe, everyone.